0: Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your bird. Bird board-certified board certified host, <laughs> here with my co-host, Donnelly. Hello,
1: everybody. We are bird-operating over here.
0: We're not very good at editing. No. We <laughs> unless, can probably take that out. Unless we say bad words.
1: That'll cost you extra, though.
0: It'll cost us extra. So we're just going to go with it. I'm a board-certified urologist. <laughs> this is a men's health show. We deal with everything from the nipples to the knees. Uh, we are uh, happily able to provide information on a number of men's health issues. Uh, we would love for you to contact us to learn about our practice, to learn about our wonderful offerings. This show is brought to you by NAU urology specialist. The group that I started in 2007. Donna, how do people get a hold of us, and where are we?
1: You are available in the Austin area for anyone to see, or you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts. You know, a good time now would be the blooper reel that I should put out. No, that would be amazing.
0: No, a lot, of, a lot of like bleeps.
1: A lot of bleeps. You can reach out to us at 512 238 If you are insisting on this blooper reel, you can also email us at armormenshealth.com. There's a little button at the top that says submit your question where we'll answer those questions anonymously. We are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dribbing Springs. Or if you're listening to the podcast, we are all over the world.
0: All over, worldwide.
1: That's right all over.
0: So your questions really drive this practice, uh, really drive this um, uh, this show, and uh, we love to hear from you. It really indicates a very high level of uh, engagement from our listeners. Uh, we love it. Uh, Donna, uh, let's hear your question.
1: Uh, you know, I had to make my screen bigger because I can't see because I'm old. So yes, you here's your question, the first one for Dr. Mystery. About three years ago, I had the Urolift procedure. It did not work. I'm still on Tamsulosin. It lists his insurance, of which we take most of the insurance plans, by the way. I have occasional nights when I'm up every 15 minutes until 4 a.m. Let me know if you have other treatments that would be applicable to me.
0: That's great. So this is actually a two-part question, whether the listener knows it or not. So the mm-hmm. first question is, Urolift for BPH symptoms mm-hmm. and then frequent nighttime urinating. So those are two different questions. Okay. And so um, I recently went on a hunting trip with my uh, brother-in-law and he could not say enough nice things about Eurolift. He had enlarged oh, prostate symptoms. He had a Eurolift performed. And he did great. And then there Mm -hmm. are others that don't do great. Right. And that's the nature of the beast. Not all treatments for BPH are likely to work the same, especially if it comes to a difference in how you go into the procedure with your symptoms. Mm -hmm. So the Eurolift is a clip. It's like a curtain holder. So it goes into the prostate Mm. and moves the prostate lobes to the side and opens up the channel. Mm -hmm. I perform Eurolifts multiple practitioners in our practice do the eurolift but around the country there have been many urologists who thought it was eurolift or nothing meaning that if you had a nail you got a eurolift if you right. know what I mean so and so everyone. and so everyone got it. And Mm. I think that because of that, unfortunately, the product itself may have had kind of a negative kind of impression because Mm. not everyone who gets it does better. But in my practice, everyone who gets it does better because I am very specific about those people who the procedure should be done for. Okay. By an ultrasound, your prostate should measure somewhere between 30 and 60 grams. Okay. And the way that you are blocked should be from the lobes that are coming from the side So if you're walking in the cave of the urethra, the prostate is like a cave and it's squeezing from the sides. Mm -hmm. And if that's happening, then you are likely to benefit from a urolift. And what benefits should you expect? Well, this is all just plumbing, guys. Mm -hmm. If you move the prostate lobes out of the way, your flow should be better. So number one, if you complain of slow flow Mm -hmm. or hesitancy, that means it's hard to get started peeing, or if you are tired of having to stand right over the urinal or else you pee on your shoes. Mm. This is a great procedure, you know this urolift procedure. Yeah. It's often done as an outpatient. In my practice, we do it in the hospital, but several of my practitioners here in our practice do it in the office, mm-hmm. so you don't have a hospitalization. You don't need a catheter. If you get it done by me, you get a catheter overnight. But no. many of our practitioners and many practitioners around the country do not leave a catheter, and that's fine. That's just a difference of, 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 of you know, practice patterns. For me, uh, even if only 1 in 20 people end up in the ER that night because they can't pee, I'd rather avoid the 1 in 20 and make the other nineteen suffer, uh, so that so that uh, so with a catheter overnight. So that's and, why. and that's the truth. I mean, it is the truth. But that's that's kind of how I am, because going to the emergency room, in my opinion, is terrible. Yeah, and it leaves a negative impression on so many people's minds.
1: Are all catheters painful? Because I know guys really, really don't want a catheter. I'll sometimes. tell you,
0: I don't think so. But I've never had one, so I'm oh. just going to I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Um, okay. I, I think the idea of a plastic tube in your penis is never uh, good. You, only attractive to maybe one in twenty. Mm. <laughs> We've seen those guys. We've seen those guys. <laughs> we have a shadow
1: box of different devices that we've seen those guys <laughs> That's for. right.
0: That's right. And so now you have this issue where if you went to the urologist because you're getting up frequently at night, mm-hmm. then BPH is only one of several different options. But to go back to this patient, if your urolift wasn't placed properly mm. or if you didn't have the right type of anatomy for it, it may not work. Oh. And so a lot of men are gonna have to have some type of repeat procedure. And as part of that repeat procedure, unfortunately, you often have to have those clips those removed. Does it hurt? It does not, I mean, it's done in the operating room while you're asleep. Oh, you're asleep, that's right. Yeah, and so we offer the HOLEP, homeum laser enucleation of the prostate. Dr. Jordan Krieger in our office does an amazing job with those. Mm-hmm. And she can use the laser to cut the little strings that make up the urethral clips. Oh. Or we can terp you, which you may not want to hear that word, but that's mm-hmm. what it is. We use a cutting loop to cut the, the clips out.
1: Oh, that's the Roto-Rooter?
0: That's the Roto-Rooter. Okay. It's been around forever. It works like a charm, mm-hmm. but it does lead to retrograde ejaculation. Mm, yes. in, in my practice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> No more wet, no more wet spot, Um,
0: and it does uh, require catheterization, and in my practice does require an overnight stay in the hospital. Now, a lot of my own partners don't make people stay overnight, and a lot of urologists around the country don't make them stay overnight. Mm. But again, I'm extraordinarily conservative. I want to keep you out of the emergency room, and that's why I do that. Mm -hmm. And the hospital that we do it at is like a Marriott, so it's like it's it's not a big problem to stay overnight. Very boutiquey. It's very boutiquey, and so um, now we get into this particular patient's problem, which is he gets up frequently at night. Mm -hmm. You can get up at night frequently for a number of reasons. An enlarged prostates, only one of them.
1: An irritating wife is the other. That's
0: right. A dog, you know, shifting. (laughs) If you're a poor sleeper, if you are making too much urine at night, that's called nocturnal polyuria. So if you get up at night every 15 minutes, which is not happening to this guy, but if he's getting up every 15 minutes and peeing a whole bunch, Mm -hmm. that's a different problem than if he's getting up and peeing just a little bit. Mm -hmm. If you're getting up and peeing just a little bit, you could have overactive bladder or urgency. Some people have muscle problems. So if you're 35 years old and you're getting up frequently at night, you don't have an enlarged prostate. You're too young. You have something else going on. If you are 48 years old and weigh 380 pounds and are getting up four times a night, it's probably sleep apnea. Sleep Uh apnea leads to causing you to develop too much urine at night. Okay. So the problem is different. Mm. If you are a long distance runner and you have hip pain and you're getting up at night, it may not be an enlarged prostate. It could be something called pelvic floor spasticity, which affects you more when you're lying flat.
1: And you should stop running immediately.
0: You could be a poor sleeper, (laughs) so that's why we work on sleep hygiene here Mm -hmm. with uh, Holly, our our um, our in house health coach, Mm -hmm. to work on supplements that might help you sleep better. So correctly diagnosing. Why you're getting up at night is very important. Okay. That being said, all that being said, eighty mm-hmm. percent of people that get up frequently at night also get up frequently during the day or go to the bathroom frequently during the day, mm-hmm. and that's overactive bladder. And uh, in women, that's not because of a prostate, because only a well, few women it have is a prostate. Twenty twenty four. Only those that identify as a woman, <laughs> but were you know genetically have a prostate, mm-hmm. you know they may have their prostate, but for the majority of women it's overactive bladder. Mm-hmm. And for most men, it's an enlarged prostate pushing on the bladder neck, causing you to have to frequently urinate. So what the first question I ask when people tell me they're getting up frequently at night mm-hmm. is, are you going frequently during the day? Yeah. Now, a lot of people are working from home. Some people are retired. Going to the bathroom isn't a big deal. You got a bathroom right there. Right. But you know, if you're having to stop six times while playing golf, you have to get up twice during a movie, that's urgency during the day. And those people probably have an overactive bladder. Mm. But if you're only getting up at night, and you're fine during the day, then it's probably not an enlarged prostate. Mm. And I I'm sorry to say that many urologists don't make that parsing of what your you know what your symptoms are, mm-hmm. and that's really important to make sure that you have the right treatment. So for us, if you've already had a BPH treatment, Urolift, Resume, a Terp, whatever, and you're still getting up at night, you you require a a more aggressive evaluation. And although, as you're talking about it kind of obliquely, like, oh, you're getting up at night? Well, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like what do you care? <laughs> what, what are you doing tomorrow? You know? But really, I mean, people, especially if you have a hard time going back to sleep, mm-hmm. I mean, it ruins your day the next day. Yeah. And so we really, really, really want to help you not get up as frequently at night and trying to understand exactly what the underlying mechanism is critical to making your life better. hmm Donna, we love to see second opinions. You know that. We do. So if you're out there and you want to get a second opinion, if you don't live in Austin and you want a second opinion over telemedicine, we'd love to do that for you. Donna, how do people get a hold of us?
1: You can reach out to us right away at 512-238-0762. That's Monday through Friday. We'll answer the phones. You can also ask for me. And you can visit our website, armormenshealth.com, where you can submit these amazing questions that we'll answer anonymously. There's a little button at the top right that says submit your question here. And of course, always reach out to us. When you are in the Austin area again at 512
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery once again, joined by my co host, Donnelly.
1: Hey, did you know your last name is really Mystery?
0: It is really Mystery. We haven't gotten that little uh, question in a long time, have we?
1: <laughs> We've not, but somebody called you Dr. Misery today, which drove me completely insane.
0: Well, uh, sometimes, <laughs> but only if you're married to me. That's right, <laughs> or you're my child. Uh, uh, so, yes, my name is Doctor Mystery, M I S T R Y. It's a name from India. That's where I'm from. What? That's where my parents uh, are from, and that's uh, you know the culture that I was uh, grown up in.
1: Pretty common last name.
0: It there is not. No? I don't think so. No. No. Okay.
1: You're right. I've never heard of another mystery.
0: Well, there's a couple of us.
1: Dr. Misery would be funnier, though.
0: That would be pretty funny. It's like Dr. Hurt, mm-hmm. who we have on the show sometimes.
1: Or Dr. Slaughter. Or
0: Dr. Slaughter.
1: Yeah, those are fun. Or
0: Dr. Payne. There's a Dr. Payne, oh, too.
1: There's an OB-GYN named Dr. Love.
0: And we knew a guy <laughs> uh, We knew a guy in uh, oh. when I was in training and called Dr. Doctor. doctor Uh uh Yes. <laughs> Uday Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Doctor. Well, 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 there you go. That's sometime. like Tito Beveridge <laughs> be-
1: owning Tito's vodka. Did you know his last name is Beveridge? Is it? Yeah, Tito's beverage. It's spelled a little funny, but it's pronounced... Beverage. (laughs) It's French all of a sudden.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go. Welcome
1: to the Beverage.
0: Well, welcome back to our show. This is a men's health show. It's brought to you by the urology practice that I started in 2007, NAU urology specialist. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? Come to us for a second opinion or learn more about us.
1: Oh, you've memorized our phone number by now for that second opinion. It's 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com. And that can take you to our parent company's website, NAU Urology Specialist. There's a little button at the top, and you can see our shiny, smiling faces. And we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. And Dr. Mystery, I'm going to make a promise to you that I'm going to promote and discuss the podcast more efficiently this year than I did last year, because I think I I forgot about it 50% of the time.
0: Well, that's good. Yes. Uh, And I'm glad to see things improve.
1: (laughs) Your marketing person is on it. Yeah,
0: Okay. (laughs) So your questions uh, drive this show. Uh, What's a question you got for us, Donna? Well,
1: we talked about Urolift in the last question, so we have a follow-up, but from another whole person. Excellent. Dr. Mystery. what happens to outer Urolift clips in the hole-up operation? Can they cause problems? For example, pain in Kegel exercises of the pelvic floor.
0: That's a great question. So Mm -hmm. um, first, I'm going to talk about kind of what the... Uh, actual Euro lift procedure is. Mm-hmm. It's quite innovative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those of you that work with drywall or hanging pictures up, you know that you can drill like a small hole in the wall and you can insert a screw in there. Mm-hmm. And then while you're screwing the screw, there's like an anchor that can be created mm-hmm. that keeps you on both sides of the wall kind of secured. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, me being the big TikToker, um <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there's there's innumerable videos it's funny half my tiktok is like construction videos and half are uh yoga things pants. that we, things that we should not mention <laughs> a pants. lot of gymnasts for some reason <laughs> <laughs> and people jumping rope uh, gymnasts, uh, uh, <laughs> by the way it must be because i it must be my kids youtube it must
1: be all six I, of your kids I, I don't know using your phone
0: i don't know i don't like it when they look at my tiktoks ago. this
1: went bad. This uh, in bad in any case <laughs> um
0: so the the number of types of anchors that you can do in a wall are very there are many mm-hmm. they're, they're, i mean it's 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 amazing technology what can allow you to secure something to a wall okay but and i went through that because that's what the urolift does mm. it sends a clip through the urethra through the wall of the urethra mm-hmm. through the prostate to the out of the prostate outer side of the prostate and then by oh. tightening it you create an anchor on the outside
1: it, it and and then hurt. there's
0: an anchor on the inside and that squeezes the prostate wall. So if you can think of the prostate like a donut, mm-hmm. you're going through the hole, going through the donut, and then squeezing the donut so that the hole is bigger.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And that's what you're doing. I like your donut analogy. And so this and listener
0: is must be an engineer because he understands that yeah. when you cut the inside clip out and you cut the string that attaches both anchors,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that that outside anchor remains and that is correct that outside anchor will remain so if you get a Eurolift, you will forever have a small very small non-reactive foreign body that exists on the outside
1: okay what is the string attached to so I know where the clips are going and you so said there's the a string? Cl- there's
0: an anchor on the outside of the wall okay there's an anchor on the inside of the wall okay but what squeezes it is a string oh. that goes in between oh so that's like the screw that goes through the wall.
1: Oh, I see. I've seen the little. It looks like a staple, but that's a string.
0: That's well. There's a staple on the inside. Oh, a staple on the outside, and okay. a string that connects the two. I see. Okay, I and that's the what string. the Euro gotcha. lift does. It lifts. It lifts. It it lifts and separates. Mm, like my face. It's the It's like. the or the miracle broad. I was going. On <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so when you have the Euro lift inserted, the foreign body that exists on the inside, that means on the inner part of the donut hole, mm-hmm. you can cut out. Mm-hmm. And you can cut the string. But getting to the outer anchor mm-hmm. is impossible from the inside out. Oh! So the only way to remove that is to, to actually robotically, in our case, robotically go in and remove that clip, which we've had to do. So this listener is asking, can that outer clip lead to problems with the pelvic floor? The mm-hmm. pelvic floor. Kegel exercise. And that's what you're kind of squeezing during a Kegels exercise. Gotcha. And, and I will tell you, and this will prove to you that we're not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> I certainly think that that can happen. <laughs> certainly think that can happen. <laughs> oh my. If you actually ever remove the prostate, the mm-hmm. pelvic floor and the outer edge of the prostate
1: mm-hmm. are
0: touching each other, very intimately involved. Oh. And so when we're removing the prostate, we actually have to sweep off. The pelvic floor musculature off of the lateral or sideways edge of the prostate gland
1: what do you use to sweep it off
0: the robot oh i see we have little special instruments laparoscopic instruments that sweep it off i see and so damage to that pelvic floor can lead to pain and mm-hmm. it can also lead to urinary incontinence Uh oh so you might say well man that sounds terrible yeah but the truth is the incidents in my own practice of pelvic floor problems from these Urolift clips is very rare. Mm. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. Yeah. So let's say you had one of these procedures done. And before that, you weren't having any pain. And now, whenever you're squeezing your pelvic floor, you are having pain. Then I think it goes to say that maybe the Urolift did it. (laughs) And so how do you fix that? Well, we have a number of ways that we deal with it. Mm -hmm. So going in laparoscopically to remove the clip is the last thing that we do. That's like, that's like, Howitzer trying to kill a fly in a china shop. We don't <laughs> we don't go for that unless there's a really 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 good reason to do that. Okay. So so things that we do we do um, pelvic floor physical therapy, which mm-hmm. oftentimes it's not just Kegels. So if you think that Kegels is what you're doing, then don't try to save the money by not going to a pelvic floor physical therapist. Right. We do a lot more things. So you mm-hmm. can actually reach that clip transrectally. So by doing something called myofascial release through internal work rectally. Why are you doing that with your finger? Well, I'm just trying to show you.
1: But they can't see what you're doing. Oh, they know. It's exciting. They know. You're just moving your finger in a circle. They know. It's
0: like a little circle. (laughs) In the booty hole? But what you can do through the booty hole Mm -hmm. is you can access that muscle and try to stretch that string. Oh. And so it's it's not the clip that's causing problem. It's any residual tension Mm. from that string and that anchor. Okay. And so by going behind the wall, as it were, and massaging Mm. that anchor... You can release that anchor and lead to improved pain, and I will say the vast, vast, vast majority of patients will improve with that, yeah, and I'm so sure. if it doesn't work, then we can do something called a pudendal nerve block and try to help release any pain that can be occurring by injecting lidocaine and a steroid where that clip might be. What does pudendal mean? Pudendal is P-dendal. one of the nerves that goes to our pudend. to P- P- bless you to <laughs> P- bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that's your perineum. Uh, so pain in the perineum, your sit bone pain, like if you're a cyclist, you know mm-hmm. you know that bone that you're sitting on with a, yeah. a narrow cycle mm-hmm. seat, and we can do that. Um, and then there are medications like anti-inflammatories that could reduce it. Mm-hmm. Rarely, rarely people can be allergic to the metal that's in the clip. Oh, And we've had I a couple of instances that. of patients who've had uh, an allergy uh, to what's making up that clip. Now, the inside clip is made of nickel, and the outside clip is made of titanium. And it's rare, 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 rare to have a titanium But they're so allergy.
1: tiny. I guess it's, you can still be allergic to something that tiny.
0: I mean, a peanut's tiny, too.
1: Oh, oh, good point. Nice. That was well done.
0: Right. <laughs> and so sometimes tiny people peanut. can be allergic. You just have to have an open-minded practitioner. So, mm-hmm. if the guy who's done your Urolift has done ten thousand of them and he's never seen your problem, then that's awesome. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> probably you not true. You know, but but probably not true. And sometimes when you do so many of a procedure, mm-hmm. the problems kind of wash away in your memory. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you know, that makes sense. I put my pants on ten thousand times. I don't remember the last time I caught my pubes in a zipper. But it's probably happened, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's probably happened and you just forget about it. Right. It doesn't mean that it's never happened to anyone. And so wow. having an open-minded practitioner understanding your particular problem. So if you're having pelvic pain, and the most common one that you'll you'll see is people that have pain with ejaculation
1: mm-hmm.
0: after a procedure. Yeah. Then you need somebody to help you take care of that. Oh. And we would love to do that. Yeah. So Donna, how can we help this listener, and how can we help other listeners that may have never heard of this particular problem?
1: Well, you can also call us if we, if you have questions or about the two Ps, the peanut allergy or the pubes in the zipper at five one two two three eight zero seven six two. And again, visit our website armormen'shealth dot com where you can see Doctor Mystery's shining smiling face, and you can submit your question right there. Again, armormenshealth.com. dot com. don't forget to listen to our podcasts; they're amazing. Thank you,
0: Dr. Mister. Thank you, Don. The Armour Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armourmenshealth.com.